just get on it. And even if you get on it for five minutes a day, at least for me, the five became 10, the 10 became 30. And I don't always do it every day. I don't have a red dot on every day of my calendar. Some days I have to really fight myself to get on it, but I still go back to that damn couch. But, you know, I get on and as much as I can, and it, it'll change your life. It will change your life. Your stamina, just your muscles, the way you carry yourself, the way you walk, the way you feel every day. So it definitely one day at a time. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 210. <laughs> this I is Crystal like, O'Keefe. This is Tom O'Keefe. I feel like you're you're going to start saying it in Roman numerals just to mess with me. <laughs> You've been with me too long because on Real Spoilers, I started this thing where every episode, I get the name of the movie wrong. On purpose? On purpose. That sounds like you. Yeah, I just, it's like <laughs> a very quiet place. Like I, every yeah. movie I get wrong. That's That sounds like something you would do. Yeah. If it was up to me, I'd I'd make them all uh, porn parody titles. That's what I like to do. Okay, I'm curious what it would be for a quiet place. Oh, for a quiet place, uh, <laughs> that seems like a difficult one to come up with. A quiet face. <laughs> I don't know. I always have my go-to Beverly Hills Copulator on Golden Blonde. Oh They're a little God. dated, but they the right stiff. It gets uh, you there. Okay, you know. Okay, but uh, but yeah. So that's you know. So anyway, as you can tell, I'm always in a weird mood when it's uh, the episode we record before we go on a trip. Yeah. And we're leaving for Disney tomorrow. Tomorrow. When I, we figured, like, we're going to get our money's worth out of these vaccinations. Heck yeah. So uh, we got everybody all shot up yep. and we're uh, with vaccine, just to be clear. Very clear. The kids aren't on yes. heroin. No. That we know of. And uh, <laughs> and so we're. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Uh <laughs> So uh, we can't get them to leave the house. Like, how would they be getting heroin? Right. Uh, but I just know somebody's me like, like, that's not funny. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so that we're we're going to Disney World tomorrow. So we're very excited. Going to do Disney and a couple days at Universal. And I'm just and, glad uh, to go somewhere as a family outside of this house. Totally. We haven't be... we haven't gone anywhere together collectively in in since summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. So. This will be fun. It will. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. So uh, I'm sure I will say weirder things and more offensive things. So if you were offended by the heroin joke, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Or don't wait. Or just bail now. Bail now. There's that too. Like, so uh, so uh, what do you have in store for people? So uh, we're going to talk about, well, John Mills tried a tonal. So we got oh, to talk to him, talk about, to him about, about his tonal usage. Yeah, about that's, that. that's going to be interesting. There was an article about a whole new to- um, a whole new list of hotels that's out there. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. Peloton giving back. We're going to talk about all the Peloton instructors being in the news, a whole bunch of them. And uh, then there's just like little tiny tidbits of things that we're going to talk about related to the instructors. And then we had a visit from uh, Dr. Jen. And uh, we also had a visit from Angela Poli of MetPro. 
Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. And also, if you wanted to be so kind, you could leave us a review. It's a simple yes, thing please. you can do that helps us out. And we have a new one. Let's hear it. This is from Cap'n Keeks. Cap'n Keeks. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. And it says, a PR gold star for this podcast. Oh! A PR gold star. I know. So the day my Peloton delivered, I had a friend direct me to the clip out on Instagram. I love your friend. Telling me that I'd love the page with all the information that is provided there. What she didn't tell me was how much I would enjoy the actual podcast. I love a good podcast, but she likes this one too. And (laughs) or he, I don't know. Not not only is this one full of hot takes and news and lots of echelon hate. But Crystal and Tom are delightful, and I just feel like sitting down with friends to discuss our mutual love of all things Peloton. Yes! There are times when sitting in my office just laughing. Let's face it, this past year has been tough. It's nice to escape and feel like you're just hanging out with good friends. This has quickly become one of the podcasts I look forward to each week. And when time allows, I'm going back to past episodes from before I owned the bike. From news to tech interviews, I'm never disappointed. And the leaderboard name is The Silly Athlete. Oh, she shares our episode every yeah. week. She's the sweetest. Love her. Well, thank thank you. you. Thank you. So you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. You can sign up for our newsletter, which will get you links and pictures and all sorts of stuff uh, delivered right to your inbox every week. And a little reminder that the episode is out there mm-hmm. by signing up for that at the And of course, if you want to watch an episode and why wouldn't you right. other than my face, uh, you can do that at youtube.com slash the clip out while you're there subscribe there too so maybe not today though i don't have any makeup on me it's, neither it's been a rough day so we're on a level playing field okay so uh john's gonna show us both up he's gonna be full <laughs> clown regalia it's gonna look like a member of icp so anyway there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we let's run lift and live with john mills so uh, joining us today via the magic of Zoom Tube is John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Hi, John. We, she's already like this because I was making jokes before we started recording, so you will never know what she's laughing at. Uh, sorry, big cutouts. So yeah. Snip, snip. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll just jump right in. Let's do it. Because uh, So uh, you posted an interesting article this week about uh, Equinox says that the CDC's new mask guidance sparked a surge in memberships with customers That's returning to the gym. So they're going back. They're going back to the that, gym. Well, that's that's what they're saying. Well, based on, I guess it was a week over week comparison. Oh. Yeah. So it's, they're saying like they're up 55% <laughs> from last week to this week, which I guess that could be anything, right? It right. could be they were two people last week right. and now it's three people. Yeah. So like, we don't really know. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> but they're <laughs> suggesting, yeah, that might you know, it's a surge. It might, you know, it might mean something. <laughs> I have questions, though. Yeah. I have questions. Okay. If it's more than like one person right. that made it, you know, 55 percent, if okay. it really is numbers. Right. Then why are people going back? Is it because they just missed the gym so much? Well, not and everybody. Now they feel right. Like not they everybody feel comfortable got a, now. Not everybody got a Peloton. 
You know, not everybody got that. Yeah, yeah, they may not have the uh, the the ability, or maybe they had like an apartment, and you know they don't have a very good gym in their apartment. I think there or, are some right. people that just they enjoy the gym experience. Yeah. They enjoy the ritual right. of of going and and just getting out. And I think there's also people looking to just get out. You know, right. like, yeah. you know, like I will say as a, as someone who p- puts concerts on sale for a living. Concerts are coming out hot, hot, hot. like really hot. I mean, crazy hot. <laughs> like everything I put on sale right it's now like, is like boom, guarantee covered in the first day, which is <laughs> well, not, you know, yeah. This is you know what's interesting about this. So I'm working out in the gym earlier today, and I got you know I got those two TVs up now because I I couldn't take the old one down, so now <laughs> but anyway, so one I have like a game, and the other one I have like on CNBC or something. Well, it it a story comes up, and they're like. AMC is like up some hundred and something percent today. I saw that. And so then I went, okay, well, what were they in like, January? So in January, they were $2 a share. Now they're $62 well, a but share. AMC has, I don't know if you know the backstory there, like there were people doing weird things on Reddit and basically saying, because like a bunch of big firms had put it, were had it on a short sale. And so okay. then the people on Reddit were like, let's stick it to the man. Let's all go buy a bunch to make it not lose money so they lose their ass on a short uh-huh. sale. And it caused this huge rally and then ever since then it's been kind of like the geek chic stock to kind of mess with yeah and so i thought i thought something happened and people went out to see a bunch of movies and movies didn't have a good weekend this is kind of like uh quiet place two came out and did like 47 million dollars opening weekend which um which pan for pandemic times is Amazing. Amazing. Right. I mean it did right. more than 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 Godzilla versus Kong. And so. we went we went to go right. see it in the actual theater, which mm-hmm. is the first time we've been to a movie in over a year. And yeah. uh right. it was it was nice. I'm not gonna lie. Nobody else is back at the theater yet. It's yet. still real yeah. dead. Right. And uh and so we had like almost the entire place to ourselves and uh it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. So people are getting back out, they right? Are. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean But relative to like Equinox, I was thinking like, are people, did they start going back because they felt like, well, everybody's vaccinated? Did they start going back because they, well, Equinox, SoCycle have like this rule, I guess. Oh. I don't know if they're managing it, which is if you had the vaccine, you can work out without the mask. And if you haven't had the vaccine, you got to keep your mask on while you're working out. I don't know if they're like. But is it just like are, an honor system? Like the whole world right. like a take a penny, leave a penny jar right now. Yeah. Except instead of a penny, right. it's COVID. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So it made me wonder, like, did they hear that? And they thought, well, now we'll be able to tell and who we stay away from. Or is it just I don't know. I think what I think what you're probably going to see is the people that never believed it was real and didn't get the vaccine, like, don't care. And they're going to keep doing what they've always done. And the people that did did care and believe it and got the vaccine are like, well, this is as safe as it's going to get. I'm going to go back out. Yeah. I, right. I just think that's the new normal, right? It's like, it's like, uh, well, I, I mean, I got the vaccine and, and I've believed science and science says that I'm going to be safe. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going out. I'm yeah. going out. What else can I you mean, do? I've done everything I can possibly do. Yeah. So right. now I just got to trust that it's going to work. I mean, yikes. Yeah. So the movie stuff, this study by Equinox, I mean, if it's, if the numbers actually kind of sound like people are moving back to outdoor i think they are it does i i don't think jim i i think gyms will obviously see a resurgence from where they were at but i still think that like there's been a paradigm shift in how people exercise and you will you will still see gyms i don't think they'll ever go away but i think that you but you will see fewer of them 
is my right. guess. So I think so too. Yeah. Not going to have eight jeans. Interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> right. then, uh, so you took a little field trip this week yeah, and John. it really, it jeopardized your role on the show. <laughs> yeah. Because let's, uh, let's talk about this. Here um, you are on an echelon. Look at this product. photographic yeah, proof. Yeah. John sitting next to the echelon. What is happening here? Could you, could you explain this to me? Someone told me I should have cropped the picture down to where you only saw the N in echelon. So that <laughs> Since folks would just same. assume it was Peloton. Oh. I mean, I had, you like, would have really started. On a roar. Yeah, you would have started. <laughs> I'd have started things. a whole bunch of mess. But um, <laughs> so ultimately, me and Erica were out looking at step mills. Like she wants a step mill. Oh. So we went to one of those shops that just sell all kinds of like fitness equipment. And I just found it hilarious in there that they had an echelon bike, an echelon rower, and they had other stuff in there too. They had a, the mirror was in there. They had a bunch of stuff in there. Wait, so I just started a real mirror, shots. a real mirror, or the echelon knockoff. I didn't even look for the echelon knockoff. No, okay, they had the okay. actual mirror. Okay, okay, gotcha. And that gotcha, would have gotcha. been the good. echelon knockoff is just a big roll of tinfoil. <laughs> I'm like a kid in the candy store. So she's talking to the guy going, you know, when can we get, you know, the step milk delivered and what's the delivery cost? And while she's doing that, I'm taking, I'm talking some selfies with the echelon stuff, trying to plan a, a, a comedy post. Okay. The guy's looking at me like I'm nuts, but eventually she finished and I asked her to take the photos. So, so this, is this a store that sells new equipment or is this a store that does like this, like secondhand equipment? They, they um, they're a reseller. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, they, it's like so what's products a, from a bunch what's of different a used stores. echelon cost you? Is it like, you, is, it just, <laughs> is it just straight on the barter system? You're like, here's three chickens and a, <laughs> and a bale of hay. Like, what do you, what's a, what's a used echelon cost? You broke John. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I should ask. You really you know, should. I got have. a bunch of stuff in the basement. I would be willing to trade. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't ask that question. Well, it's like Price is Right. Okay, but I got to know. Like, what did or you? Let's make a deal. What there did you is. think of the echelon? Because you didn't post anywhere. So, so John, what 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 are your thoughts? No one else asked me. I had a few people ask me the question. Like they were like. Oh, we want to know, yeah. like, how does this thing yeah, perform? Tell us, tell us. Unfortunately, <laughs> all I did was sit on it like this. I never did one row. So I don't know. I can't answer that question. Now, why didn't you do the you, row? You came Come that on. far. Why would you not commit? That's, <laughs> I didn't you know extend what this is my like. legs you know at all. This, no this, arm extension, nothing. I don't, I don't believe. You know I don't this, either. This, he's, this he's, is reeks of, I didn't inhale. It does. <laughs> Sean, you did inhale. I did not inhale. You inhaled an echelon, and we both know it. I got no exercise fitness value out of that photo op. I, I don't... Oh, oh, I am. I am skeptical, John. I am very skeptical uh, uh, because because you also we're going to change gears a little bit. You you also took a trip to a different store. You went 
Well, maybe this was in the store. Heck, I don't know. No, you, I had to go to a whole nother place. You went to Nordstrom. I can tell by you, the background. Yeah, and, and you checked out a, a tonal. You went to you checked so out. So here's my here's what I think is going on with him checking out the tonal. This okay. is my theory. Okay, is I think he's a little intimidated by how swole I am. Oh, that's from all the tonal I've been doing. That's and right. He's like, I got to keep up because that's right. Look at Tom over there. That's right. Like Lou Ferrigno. That's the most current right. weightlifting reference I can make. Right. Just, you took it way back I had, with Lou Ferrigno. That's all I got. Like, luckily I didn't say like Charles Atlas. Like that's. There's going to good, be a good 60% of the audience is not going to know who, who you're that talking is. about. Yeah. That's the first Hulk. Yeah. yeah and I had to connect it to nerd culture too. Yeah. Of that's, course. Because that's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. Okay. But, but like for real, you checked this out for real. Like that. that that, yes. is, that is an actual biceps curl. So don't tell me you yes. didn't curl. And we should say, for yes. all our talking about tonal, you had never actually utilized one. Yeah. I had I had talked to Kate yeah. a bunch over a year ago. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go down and check one out. But the closest place was like in Jersey or something. Okay. I didn't feel like driving an hour and a half or so. Just, But I wanted to do it. I kept waiting. But I realized after doing the Echelon photo shoot, that well, I want to. I really do want to check out this fitness equipment. Like, yeah, like had, so. What, what, what get, do I want to check out? He had to get back in your good graces. Yeah, yeah. Is what it was. He's like, if I show up happened. with just an echelon <laughs> yeah. photo, he's like, I maybe I'm not going to be on the podcast yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do something about this problem I've created. So, so. Erica, you know, she's been suggesting that I don't know if I want to tone around. I'm not sure. And I realized, well, we got a Nordstrom's. It's like 15 minutes away. They got to have the tonal in there. Yeah. So we went there having no clue whether it was in the R Nordstrom. Or not. We just kind of walked in. <laughs> Rolling we're just nice. looking at, all right, people, we're here. Where is it at? It's not know. typically. I know. I know <laughs> wives are different. But it's not typically a tough sell when you're like, honey, let's run to Nordstrom. Let's go like check it out. Let's, let's go to just, Nordstrom. Let's yeah. just see. She was like, she was quick to say, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Okay. And well, we found it. We found it. And as we found it, she was, I didn't think she was going to even touch it. She asked me to, you know, try it out. The, the sales associate let me try it out. And I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Which then got her to try it. And she thought she loved it, too. She loved it, too. It so did you feel like it was enough like weight? It was stable enough? Because I mean, because like you're fit, yeah. like you can lift a lot of weight. And so you're and, right behind Lou Ferrigno. Right. Obviously. It goes <laughs> Lou Ferrigno <laughs> and then John Mills right. and then Charles Atlas. Right. OK. And, and uh, um, but like but for real, like you like you lift a lot of weight. And yeah. that's something mm-hmm. people are concerned about with these with the tonal a lot is they're like, but can I really lift weight with it? Yeah. Like, or is it more just right for like, is this more like a Tom level thing? Right. Or right. Can somebody that actually <laughs> can lift something more than a carton of eggs. Can so, they well, you know, it? what's kind of what's funny about that, because when I first heard about tonal, it was from you guys. I don't know when that was, was a year or so ago. Yeah. Year and a half ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Well, I, I think when I that was my first reaction was that it was like, sure. Well, wait a minute. Come on. I got like 400 pounds worth of weight. Right. And I do a million different things with like, <laughs> how is that going to that's the, your immediate reaction, right. which is a contradiction to what I tell most people. <laughs> like I spent years and all I had was a pair of 20s and a pair of 30s and I could come up with a million different ways to use those 20s and 30s. Right. Right. It's a complete contradiction to that. So uh, but I didn't think it's just the first thing that comes to your mind. It's like, yeah. well, 200 pounds isn't very much. That's the first thing you think. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Right. You think yeah, that's not that much, but but it, it actually was a contradiction to things that I've been saying for years. But so but um so I eventually kind of came away from that. I was like, yeah, you're right. That doesn't really make sense. But when I when I tried it, it was clear that of course that's way more than enough weight than I will ever need. Right? <laughs> I, I couldn't help but notice your bicep curl was on forty one pounds. How how did that feel compared to what you do at home? You know, I was I didn't know what to expect. That was literally. She put it on some mode that just got increasingly got harder as I was doing it. Yeah, eccentric mode, probably. Yeah. Okay. And so then I just was, I was rolling with it. And someone else asked me that same question. That was like the ninth rep in Mm -hmm. that that set. And so it was at 41 at that point. And the 10th one was heavier. (laughs) Yeah. I remember the ninth one was heavy, but it was, it was kind of what I, around what I normally do. Okay. But so I, I don't think it was 41. I think it probably felt more like 45 or 50 because that's where I'm normally at. Well, you might you might but have the, been in the mode where it like it goes up and down depending on where you are in so the like motion. As you're releasing tension, okay. it's kind of pulling. It's creating tension. It. So you're under tension the whole time. Right. So like you you were like halfway up, not all the way up. So it might have been in Got the middle it. of changing the weight because it does that dynamically as you go through the movement. Got it. The next the 10th one. Yeah, no, that, I, I don't know what that was, but that one got me. I don't. I, I should have took a picture of that. We didn't catch that, and I don't know what it was. I'm pretty sure it was like eighty. Whatever that tenth it was rep like was, it was something crazy. I, I'm, 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 I'm exaggerating. It was something nuts. I don't know, but it was heavy. It was, it was they were adding outside weight. There was. They put the three chickens in the bale of right. hay from the echelon on there, and, and then something happened. I, like the sales associate was pulling on the cable or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it since yeah. we talk about it so yeah, much, and that would, we would feel like idiots if you were like, "Oh, that's a big piece of junk." Like that's, <laughs> that thing was awesome, especially for me. I mean, I'm I'm a younger guy, you know, 51. I but my body, I just was a dumb ass most of my life. I did all. The, if it was something dumb to be done, I did it. So I got I got hurt a lot. And so I just have really bad joint problems because yeah. of all that dumb stuff. So <laughs> what I found was working with the tonal, it was um, much more comfortable to do the things that I would normally do with the free weight, which for me is, you know, something I got to consider because, yeah. you know, I'm a little different than most people. I'm kind of, weightlifting is kind of nostalgic for me. It's sure. like it takes me back to my childhood sure. and what I did with my father and, you know, going to the gym in the 70s. And it's just a bunch of you know, iron all over the place. So to me, it's kind of a solace place uh-huh. to have that experience. And so I wasn't really looking to change that because <laughs> I get in there and that's my piece. I, I've picked but, up on that a time or two when we've talked. You know, <laughs> yeah, but I can't deny that, you know, it's like it's like at work as technology progresses. Yeah, I have to work now when I was younger. I was always the innovative guy. I was the guy going, you guys need to be doing this. This is what's coming now. I'm, you know, I'm 30 plus years into my career, it's those young people coming up telling me what to do. And I'm like, nah, I have to stop and go, wait a minute. Am I like stifling innovation? Right. You know what I mean? I'm doing that at work. I and totally this is kind of a similar mean. thing. You've, you know, you've become the man. <laughs> I'm that old, stuffy, you know, relic dude that's going, we, but we've always no, done it this way. <laughs> we've always, you don't need that. Yeah. What cloud? But it, but it probably is like when people are like, I don't want a Kindle. I want to hold an actual book. Yeah, totally, you know I mean? totally. Or like, it, I want to read a yeah. newspaper. Like, I, so I, I, I right, can get it right, from right. that. I totally point. understand that. Yeah, I see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. 
I'm excited for you to try. Yeah, so it's um, been I'm excited for you to try uh, someday if you ever get back in there. The uh, there's a mode called Smart Flex, and uh, I think you'll really dig it because it's it's really specifically helpful okay. to joints. And what it does is it like dynamically changes that weight, but it okay. does it. It like starts all the way. Uh, whatever your easiest part of the movement is, the heaviest the weight goes. Whatever, and your midpoint is the midpoint of the weight. And then whenever you get to the part where it's the hardest, it goes down a couple pounds. So it really helps build your joints back up. And so I just think that with you talking about that, that might be something that you might really dig. So just throwing that out there. It sounds like it. And I, and I don't know the reason. That's just the thing. This is what's interesting to me. I don't know the science around why that was more comfortable for me. Than what I've historically done. Oh, we got to get I you just, and I just Dr. Know, Liz. I just talking. know it was. I just know it was more comfortable. That's all I know. Yeah. And I was using. And I was doing similar weight, and it was more. And so I gotta consider that. Like I got. I got. You know. I've got injuries that some of them are just funny how they happen, but they're just you know stupid, dumb stuff that is just just I got. And so because of that, I got a lot of, um, arthritis, and you know I got a, a lot of different weird things. So. I got to start thinking now. I can't be I can't be a dumbass forever. I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. Maybe yeah. do. But you're not a dumbass. <laughs> no, you're not. A not dumbass. at all. Not at all. Well, I guess we should probably say I got to think that while we're here that yeah. like, you know, if anybody out there wants one, like you, you, could, you should go get one yeah. over at uh, uh, tonal dot com and just throw in the clip out as your promo code. And you'll get a what, 100 bucks off smart accessories. Yep. So, yep. So, there, John, yeah. if you ever if you ever think about it, I'm just there. throwing yes. it out there. You know, well, of course, if I do that, of course, I'm going to I'm going to say I heard about it from these, gotcha. these, this wonderful podcast is the, the clip out or something like that. <laughs> the clip in. Um, that's, I, I like yeah. I like when people clip in. We get credit for that, too. Yeah. That we're used to it. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you liked it. I'm glad we're glad to hear the report back about about what what you think about it. So um, I guess uh, yeah, it's awesome. Until next time, though, where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift, and Live group or Run, Lift, and Live page. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live or at runliftandlive.com. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us today via the magic of Zoom Tube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and 
a Peloton aficionado, we need to really remind people of that. She's not just here. She's here <laughs> She's because, here she, because loves she loves Peloton. That's, yes. that's what brings her to I love our door. psychology, sports psychology, and Peloton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Which then like her family with and all stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we have a question from the Clip Out community today. Uh, this one comes from Katrina Cassander. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. She says, I know you can't outrun a bad diet, but if you're exercising hard regularly, uh, she bikes every day, strength most days. Should she see some results in weight loss? Size, not so much scale numbers, even if her diet isn't perfect. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, look, I wrote my doctoral dissertation on eating disorders and weight loss and intuitive eating. So this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And I'm also someone who, you know, once upon a time had an eating disorder for a good decade and am recovered now going on many decades. So I get where she's coming from and that a lot of the time what tends to motivate people to either start working out or to continue working out is seeing results, which I, I put in, in quotes because look, ultimately we are exercising for longevity, for strength, so that we can have strong bones, so that we can be flexible, so that we can age well, all that sort of stuff. But obviously, we all want to look good. And that's very understandable. I think, you know, she started out by saying, I understand that you can't outrun a, a bad, a quote unquote, bad diet. And I don't believe in good and bad when it comes to food, which is why I really follow an intuitive eating philosophy which is about listening to your body, eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're satisfied and not depriving yourself, which creates binge eating. So all that aside, I think that the first thing that does is kind of give me a tip off. Hey, is there anything going on with your eating habits that you are concerned about that you feel like may not be the healthiest, where you feel like there could be some room for improvement without really going into a deprivation state? Because to me, that is always the big concern when people talk about their diet. So secondly, I think it's always worth going and seeing your doctor, making sure that you get an endocrine workup, that your metabolism is doing okay, that your health is good, that all that sort of stuff is, is in line so that you set yourself up for the kind of results that you're hoping for. And then the other thing is to really look at kind of evaluating, you know, I have seen people who have not lost weight because they weren't sleeping enough, believe it or not. There are a lot of studies that have been coming out saying, that not getting enough sleep can prevent you from losing weight or who are making some dietary choices, doing a lot of unconscious eating. You know, studies show that when you are watching TV and eating, you eat 15 times more food. I believe and that. A Sounds a little light, to be feeling, honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we tend to go unconscious and sometimes even just making a commitment for a week to not watch TV while having dinner can make a really big change where you actually are tuning in and tasting your food and tuning into your body and stopping when you're satisfied instead of when you're really full can make a really big difference. I think it's also worth if you see your doctor, you analyze these things, and you still are saying like, okay, why am I not seeing results? I think it's worth meeting with someone who has an expertise in this area, even just for one session with a dietitian or a nutritionist who can take a look. And sometimes we have things in our diet that we have these ideas of as being healthy that we may not realize that we're adding a lot of calories or fat or that kind of thing to our diet that 
may not be worth it. And again, I don't believe in deprivation. I think that deprivation is a setup for binge eating. But sometimes there's something that we think, oh, I'm eating this because I read some article that said that this is great to eat. I don't even love it that much, but I, I'm eating it because I think it will help me lose weight when ultimately it's hurting you and preventing you from losing weight. So it's, it's worth keeping a food diary and scheduling an appointment with someone who knows more about this, who has an expertise and going over kind of what you are eating and seeing like what works and what doesn't. You know, I will also say, and keep in mind, I'm not licensed in anything except to drive. <laughs> I do that. But, uh, but I noticed personally, like the, I feel like there's a greater disconnect between how I look and what the scale says. You know, like in yeah. terms of like I've been since I've been doing tonal and then added the Met Pro uh, new like eating plan that they've provided yeah. me like what I look like at 200 is what that's what I used to look like at 190 mm-hmm. like even though I'm 10 pounds sure. heavier yes. than I was at one I look like yeah. I look like a non tonal met pro 190 at 200 yeah I mean the, be, yeah. because it makes a difference yeah. working out And I think in addition to kind of the muscle gain that you tend to have when you're working out regularly is also that, you know, when we we're looking at ourselves every day, we don't necessarily see the changes. And, and, you know, I know in my eating disorder days, there were times where I would see a picture of myself and I'd be like, oh, I thought I was heavier than I am. Like even, even today, like when I, I post my Insta stories, I'm always like, wow, my abs are really good like huh, how did that happen like you know that, that sometimes our brains it takes a while for our brains to catch up with our bodies sure. because that is a slow process it's like watching your hair grow like yeah. you don't go oh well you know since yesterday it really grew but sometimes you look at a picture of yourself you know a few months later you're like oh wow my hair is so much longer and i think a lot of the time it takes our psyche a while to catch up with the physical changes in our body. I First definitely off, think that's true. I'm a little offended by the hair growth analogy. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. I, I know it's a sensitive subject. I apologize. Pick a metaphor that's more inclusive. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would be more sensitive moving forward. And, you know, speaking about the the pictures, I you know I always tell people. Like you should always let someone take the picture when you don't even when you don't want to do one, because you, when you look back, you'll be glad you had the picture. But two, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to gain weight or you're going to lose weight. <laughs> and if you if you yeah. gain weight, you're going to look back at that old picture and be like, oh, man, I used I looked a lot better than I thought. And if you lose weight, you're going to look back at that picture and be like, damn, I look really good now. So <laughs> yeah, either way, it's win win. Yeah, it's win win. <laughs> so don't be scared of it. That's all. As long as you can use it to not beat yourself up right. with. It's win win. Yes. Yeah. But I would do that. <laughs> I would I would beat myself up. Dang it. I hate this picture. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? You can find me on social media, all of the social media at Dr. Jed Man, two ends on Jed, two ends on man. And on my Insta stories, I always post my Peloton workout every day. So you can check out what I'm doing on Peloton. And you can also find me in InStyle magazine. I have a weekly column called Hump Day with Dr. Jen that usually comes out on Wednesdays, Hump Day. It's all about sex and relationships. Awesome. Peloton in the news. So uh, Forbes.com had an interesting article about where to find Pelotons as you travel now that we can travel again or it's yes. ramping back up. Yes. Um, and I know that, that there's 
a finder on the Peloton website, but some people say it's a little clunky. Yeah, and there's also a Facebook group that's called Peloton Hotels and On The Go, Mm -hmm. uh, which we have chatted about before. And they kind of like have a, it's not really like a database, but it is a database because people just go in and they're like, I just went to whatever, I went to Nashville and I found a new Peloton and then they list it. But... There's this woman, Irene Levine. Uh, She has been keeping track of her own kind of database and she travels quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So this is like become a big thing for her. And uh, there's people like reaching out to her to be like, hey, is there one here? Is there one there? (laughs) Uh, So I felt like it might be a good thing to share with the community because all these different uh, databases, it's great to know there's so many of us that that want to have a Peloton when we travel. This is fabulous. Yeah. And she wrote the article, but she's interviewing someone named Leah Leah Ingram. Leah Ingram. I'm sorry. That who maintains a website and about and she writes about Peloton fairly frequently, not nonstop, but it, it pops up a couple times on our website. So um, that might be worth checking out if you uh, travel and want to know where to find one. Yes, definitely. Thank you for correcting me. Oh, no problem. Peloton gives back. Peloton announced this week that they're partnering up with the Bronx Commons. Mm-hmm. In uh, I believe the Bronx. I think that's where okay, that is. Yeah, seems like a safe bet. When <laughs> uh, helping. Uh, Build this new development, which sounds, from what I can gather, sounds like it's about trying to create affordable housing in New York City, which is difficult to find in a city of that size. And they're kind of making this this huge complex of affordable housing, but it will still have state of the art things. So it's not like it's not like you're using old stuff. That's yeah, like you're over here down. in the junky part of town. You got it cheap, but you get cheap stuff. Right, like right. And so, and so they're wanting to make sure that it's. Uh, going to be nice for people. Yeah, it looks like uh, Peloton is giving a hundred. Was it a hundred million? Yeah, a hundred million investment, hundred million dollars to yeah. uh, invest in this, and they're going to have like promotion of health, and they're going to have Peloton equipment, and and really help build this uh, common area up from a health perspective. So that's really cool that they're doing that. Absolutely, the whole project sounds really neat. Actually, it, it does. Clip out. So joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Great to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) Great to have you back. Uh, We have another great question from our Clipout community. This one is from Andrea Van Pelt, and she says, macros, dot, dot, dot. There is so much out here. And what do we really need to know? And how do we understand and apply it? Every time you look at one macro group tells you to ignore this and focus on the other, even those that look at a balance of macros, <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> <laughs> okay, so Andrea, you'd want to basically just know everything that I know in a two minutes uh, Q&A. So yeah. glad I warmed up today. It's going to be like a FedEx commercial <laughs> from the 70s. That's it. I'm going to be the uh, speaker for the Micro Machines uh, it's the commercials. Same, it's now the same guy, South actually. It's the same. <laughs> it's, it really? the same guy. Are you serious? Yeah, for real. It's the same guy. <laughs> it's freaky that we are on the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> kind of scary, really. Kind of scary. Okay. So, <laughs> I understand exactly what you're asking because that is the principal reason why we created metabolic profiling baseline testing. Because there are so many thoughts out there. No, you do uh, low calorie and just balanced macronutrients. No, you do high protein. No, you do low carb. No, you do high fat and you go ketogenic. And then 
no, you eat no animal products. You just go vegetarian. <laughs> Here's the problem. All of them are correct. Yeah. I've I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> they're all correct. I, I've been doing this gig too long. The only way you're wrong is if you say, no, that's the, not one of those doesn't work because it's just not true. I've been doing this long enough to where I've seen every one of those strategies produce phenomenally, uh, phenomenal, toned, athletic, healthy physiques. So the question is, which should you do? Mm-hmm. That's really the question. It's not a matter of which is better because that that's the, the illustration. If you've heard me on this podcast or others, it's like going to the mechanic and then, you know, asking the mechanic, you know, which is the better tool, the screwdriver or the wrench? Because I hear good things about the wrench. My neighbor loves the wrench, which is it's a ridiculous question. It's whatever the job calls for. So you have a finite number of levers. Here they are. And we, you can, within each of these, there's optimization, but just broad strokes, grandfather categories. You can optimize your meal plan around calorie control. You can optimize your meal plan around carbohydrate control. You can adjust the volume, intensity, or frequency of your exercise. You can adjust the style or modality of training that you're doing. Just grandfather techniques. Those are the categories. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to speak to the person who is already attempting to, in this case, I'm presuming lean out or lose some weight or uh, whatever the case may be along those lines. And they're already exercising. They already have some level of optimal there. So we're going to just kind of put that on the shelf. And so do I manipulate calories or do I manipulate macronutrients? And the answer is whichever you have the most leverage for. So whatever your body is used to. Do the opposite. That's, that's basically it. And, and that's not an easy question. If you ask someone, well, where do you have the most leverage? Most people won't know. Yeah. Um, but to put it into perspective, if you've been low carb dieting, Cutting another 10 to 15 grams of carbs out of your diet is unlikely to produce more than a marginal bump in any direction. It's just not a big enough change. If you've already been restricting calories, cutting another 125 calories a day is probably not going to be enough to produce a significant change. So what we're looking for is... Where do we have the leverage? People ask me all the time. They tell me, oh, no, my body responds really well to cutting carbohydrates. Why are you making me put carbohydrates back, coach? And I explain, because your body responds really well to cutting carbohydrates. (laughs) I want to cut them again. (laughs) But until we put them back, there's nothing to cut. I mean, there's really not much to talk about. If I can't cut at least 100 grams in one shot, there's really just not even a conversation. So when somebody's down, I'm eating 75 grams of carbs. They're like, I think I can get down to 60, coach. I'm like, it's not worth the squeeze. Well, I'm eating 1,400 calories a day, but I could be all right on 1,300. Probably not. It's just not worth going there. So then then you get, because I know there's going to be a couple people listening going, well, I already eat low calorie and I watch carbohydrates. Right. That's where you, by process of elimination, and I need you guys to hear this, doing what you're doing, you can't lose weight right now. 
I need you to hear it. You can't lose weight right now in a healthy way because your metabolism is used to that. You have to first speed your metabolism back up. Then tools that you've used in the past, whether it be the screwdriver or the wrench, will once again work. Not to throw Tom under the bus, but that's right where we're at right now. He's done. Um, Right now I'm manipulating Tom's carbohydrates. He has done carb manipulation in the past, Mm -hmm. but now he's losing weight essentially, yes, there's optimization, but essentially using the same tool. Why? Because we took a breather. We took actually six, eight weeks, sped your metabolic rate to where now we can create contrast. So to really drive this point home where contrast is the key element, I used to train physique sport competitors, the bodybuilder, the physique, the fitness, bikini, whatever. And every year I would get someone from the audience come up to me and Mr. Paul, your athletes look great. What do you have them eating? And I'd give the tongue in cheek answer, boiled chicken, broccoli or whatever. And they would always say, and I'd wait for it. They'd always say, well, if I ate that, would I look like them? The answer is nope. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't. (laughs) But here's why. I know I have one of those senses of humor, Uh, but, but here's why it's not because of any ingredient or macronutrient that they are or aren't eating. It's because we just spent multiple months towing their metabolic rate where I actually forced them to eat more. Like, oh my gosh, please. They're trying to tap out. I can't eat anymore. I'm Man, like, at nope, the beginning, that anymore. was me. <laughs> like, uh-huh. That first day I woke up, made my breakfast, and I texted you. I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> right. Well, so that's it. So these competitors now and Tom have spent months (laughs) eating more and more. So now when we cut their calories or cut their carbohydrates or manipulate their macros, all of a sudden there's this big old contrast. So the body is forced to adapt. And that's where you get, and that's why periodization and cycles and why knowing your metabolic rate can truly, knowing your metabolic profile can truly help you lay out the breadcrumb trail for the right strategy for you, because it's not going to be the same strategy as your friend or your neighbor, or even, and here's the really frustrating one, even the diet that you did last year that worked isn't going to work exactly the same this time because your metabolism is in a constant state of flux. It's always adapting to your body, which is why we really want to know where your metabolism is and then which strategy is going to be the most effective. And it is effective. I've, I lost seven pounds in the last 30 days. I'll put it out there. Like just, I, when I was funny, cause it's like, it goes down so incrementally. Like I hadn't even really thought about it until Crystal was yep. like, pull up the app and actually look. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's way more than I thought. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. So shut up, Tom. <laughs> she says that a lot. <laughs> well, I was mad that day because I had been stuck for like a week and a half at the same number. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> yep. That's the way it goes. I mean, thank goodness we didn't end up in that place on the same day. Because I, I think that the house would have exploded. <laughs> there would be trouble in the uh, o- O'Keefe residence. Mm-hmm. Uh, segment would be canceled (laughs) (laughs) well thank you very much for joining us before we go uh remind everybody where they can find you and get the clip out exclusive offer 
metpro.co slash TCO for the clip out. And also don't forget that uh, through the month of June, uh, everyone who goes to that website, uh, metpro.co slash TCO, and either signs up for a consult or uh, downloads the app, either one with your dealer's choice, you will be automatically entered to win six free months of MetPro. And if you did all that, because we know a lot of people have signed up Previously, before we started the contest, don't feel left out. You are also automatically entered. So uh, swing on by metpro.co slash TCO for your chance to win. Awesome. Instructors in the news. So uh, Selena Samuela had a uh, big announcement. She did. She got engaged. Eventually. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I love this video so much. She's uh, out golfing yes. uh, with her now fiance. It's a windy day and she goes to make the shot and he like stands behind her and, and he ne- like kneels he down. He gets out on one knee waiting for her to turn around and then she really like cranks the ball and it's going forever <laughs> and she's standing there waiting for it to land and this guy's over here like, turn around. <laughs> And then she turns around and she's just like, you can just tell she's genuinely shocked. She had no idea. It is the sweetest video. If you haven't gotten a chance to see it, I absolutely loved it. You know, it's and I loved it because it's not like a really showy proposal. Right. Like it's it's just a very intimate and sweet and thoughtful proposal because they both love golfing so much. It was very personal for them. Yeah. And then uh, the other cool thing about this is the next day I, I took her run that she did. And Tom, you were in the room. Yeah, I heard I was it taking, going on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. She was she was just giddy telling the story yeah. of getting proposed. I mean, she if she said it once, she said it five times. I'm getting married, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she was very excited. Oh, it was just adorable. I am so happy for her. So if you haven't had a chance yet, please send a congrats out to Selena and her new fiance. And I also thought it was interesting that People Magazine picked it up. I know. And like, that's the world they're in that's now. That's where People we are Magazine. now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't post it in the show, but speaking of People Magazine, they did a whole feature on robin's daughter's nursery an entire like spread uh uh-huh yeah yeah it was a whole thing (laughs) well speaking of robin she has a book out a new children's book that she wrote and uh, it's called strong mama and uh, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Indie Brown, Indie Bound, and uh, it's it's all about how to be a strong mom and yeah. be a good influence for your kids. And what a wh- how great timing! I'm sure that was not an accident. Yeah, that would, seems unlikely. She is just such <laughs> a savvy business. Absolutely, lady. I love Absolutely. her. I am very impressed by her savviness when it comes to business. She is just a badass in a lot of ways. Very cool. It's out there to pre-order, though. If you guys haven't had a chance to do it, you've got kids. This would make a great baby gift, like a baby shower gift or somebody who just had a baby, toddler, you know, lots of lots of gift ideas for that one. Got a Peloton right on the cover. Yeah. A little cartoon Peloton. And I'm sure she could get permission for it, unlike some other people who would try to. (laughs) (laughs) Like if just anybody was like, I want to put a Peloton on the cover. That would be frowned upon. Right. (laughs) Well, I guess it doesn't actually say Peloton. It It does not. Could be an echelon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Except it's Robin on it Right <laughs> And then also uh, Pop Sugar talked to Chelsea Jackson Roberts She had tips 
for uh, how to keep your hair in place while you're doing yoga, which is not a concern of mine. No, no. Uh, for any for reason. multiple reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Chelsea has a, a lot of a lot of hair mm-hmm. and uh, she does braids. And so she gave a list of her favorite braids and how to wear them in a way that would not get in your way while you're trying to work out. Well, she ought to know. She should. And she has so many creative ways to do it. So uh, I thought that was just kind of a fun little different article. Absolutely. We haven't seen one of those from Pop Sugar yet. That was a new one. (laughs) And then uh, Jess Sims has a new uh, side gig. Yeah, she does. She, if you guys didn't see this, this is another cool post that was out on Instagram. Uh, Just Sims is she's just started being the in-house co or in-arena co-host for the New York City Liberty team. So that's their their basketball team. It's the WNBA basketball team. Yeah, uh, and uh, so that's pretty cool that she gets to do that. I mean, she she is a huge fan of basketball. She's talked about it many times, uh, and she used to play basketball all the time. Yeah. So it's very exciting to see her to be able to put her loves together. That's really cool. Congrats to Jess Sims. In case you missed it. The uh, Peloton blog had a, a a nice article about the best classes to take when you're tired. And I love that this was this was put together by Peloton employees. Like <laughs> it's been a hard year. They're like we're tired. <laughs> this is what we take. But it's great because like when, sometimes when you go down to do you you want to oh, yeah. you want to work out but you're also tired and you're just like eh. uh, and like what do I do? And so here's a good bookmark this and it'll be a good go to for be like oh okay. That's a I can still do something, but it's not going to necessarily kick my ass. Yeah. And they're not like brand new articles or brand new classes. I mean, Uh, so there's stuff from December of 19, March of 2020, January of 2020. So it's kind of like all over the place. And uh, you get you get to hear it from a lot of different employees across the company, which I also love hearing about. Then over on the Peloton Instagram account, they did uh, their one question interview this is for Global Running Day. And Which they, is June 2nd. We okay. That is today. Okay. I'm saying we record on Wednesdays. So this is, this is, it is Global Running Day. Gotcha. Oh, I missed my chance to run. You did. Oh, no, don't God. worry. You have till midnight. Oh, oh, I missed my chance to run. <laughs> I stand by my statement. And you're on vacation, baby. You've got plenty of time. Like our vacation has started. So but you then could it's just... not a vacation if I'm running. Well, why not? It's Global <laughs> Running Day. You were just all upset about missing it, remember? But Oh, I'm sorry, but I wasn't serious. Oh, okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. So got it. their question was, why do you run? And so they have all the different instructors talking about why they run. <laughs> yeah. And I love that their uh, their questions, their answers rather varied from cookies to finding calm. So <laughs> <laughs> they are still human, just like us. Yes. <laughs> and then Adrian took to his Instagram stories to... Uh, Give everybody a new strength stack for the month of June. Yep. He's in charge of the strength stack for June. And so he's got four work days, three rest days, and he's got a whole stack lined up for everybody for for all the strength. So uh, you've got you've got a lot to do. Uh, Adrian is not playing around. So for those of you following along with these strength stacks, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Pride month is upon us. It's June. And so uh, Peloton had their announcement about it. Yes. The Pride Collection dropped last week, I think. I don't even know. Don't ask me. Surprisingly, (laughs) guys, I didn't buy anything from it. I know that will shock some of you. But I just it's like I've bought last couple of years and I just I'm I'm trying to not buy as much, which Tom will be happy about. We'll see how I end up feeling about it. That's how we're forwarding our trip to Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) 
You yeah. stopped buying. You tried to slow down your buying like a month ago, and, and then, then boom, we're we going can to go Disney. To Disney. World. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is a very pretty collection. I always love all the rainbows. They're just gorgeous. Uh, and one of the really cool things that they did is speak to Peloton members, employees, and instructors about what pride means to them. And you can find that out on Instagram. You can go to the link in their bio, or you can go to the newsletter and get the link there. And uh, you can get kind of a list of of all different people hearing what pride means to them it's pretty cool and then while we're on the topic of uh pride month maddie had a special run for people he, he debuted is this a new character i don't feel like we've character. seen this one before it is. yeah what did he call it i thought he called it captain americqueer yes captain yeah. americqueer that's it uh and i absolutely loved it and uh if you're watching our youtube video right now we are showing his video of his makeup getting put on for his run i mean it is they put in a lot they did. <laughs> of work into this video. It is amazing. Into his makeup. Yeah. And uh, then he had a special outfit because yeah. he was a superhero. And not only is it an amazing looking run, but it has an amazing message. You know, Maddie spoke from the heart about uh, what Pride Month means to him. And he got to kick off Pride Month. So I know that meant a lot to him. It was a very special run. So if you haven't gotten a chance to take it, please do. It was absolutely amazing. Pretty much everything Maddie does is amazing, <laughs> in my mind. Peloton Artist Collaboration. So this isn't technically, I guess, an artist collaboration, but it uh, they have a special... Broadway collection. Broadway collection, and they'll be focusing on rent. Yeah, and there's like runs, and there's rides, and there's yoga, and there's meditation. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, this, is, this is a crowd favorite rent, so definitely... Make sure you get a chance to do this one. Yeah, I saw Run for the first time what like a year ago. It was the twentieth anniversary, and I and I love plays and musicals and Broadway. And I got to tell you, don't get it. You don't get this one. I don't get it. Pay your rent, man. <laughs> like I don't like pay your rent. Like they I, weren't even like poor kids. They were like half of them were were like middle class kids, and they were just like we're not paying our rent. I'm like pay your rent. I I think this one has some <laughs> nostalgia for people. I mean, there were some good songs in it, but for the most part, I was just like, I don't get this. These, I, yeah, it just it did not. Maybe if I had seen it when I like twenty years ago, maybe if I had seen it at like in my late twenties instead in the, of my in the late age 40s, was relevant. But I, I was think just like, I I enjoyed I'm it. Like, I, These are the whininess bunch of bastards I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to like it. I never had, and I was like, oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will absolutely go see this. And I was well, I I feel like I. Need need to redeem your taste in Broadway plays because we then saw the one that was like the really long one. What is the name of the really long one? Oh, that we, saw? Uh, we went and saw they did a local production of Angels in America. And that was, was amazing. Stunning. And that's like a what was, that like a like a 7 hour play and you see it in two parts because yes. uh, it's so long. But like and it and it's it's not very common because it's so long and so difficult right. to do to see it perform live anymore and so i was like oh we're absolutely going to this and it was uh meredith back meredith, yeah, Bur- Mer- meredith baxter for she was meredith baxter bernie and then she got divorced and now she's meredith baxter okay i can't remember which of the names she had for a second but she was in it and then like one of the guys from csi was in it yes. and it was like so good ridiculously like, good like especially for the midwest like it had yeah. no business being to back see then. something of that caliber <laughs> in this town was, it was like holy smoke quite the treat yeah really good <laughs> peloton birthdays 
And then finally, uh, coming up on June 8th, it is Cody Rigsby's birthday. Well, everybody, make sure and uh, stop by and tell Cody happy birthday. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Candy Simeone. Hey, how's it going? Hey, great. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Come to that it's Friday. Yes. Yay. We're actually recording on a Friday. We don't do that very often. We don't. So, yeah. We don't. Yeah. And Candy was super nice and flexible whenever my schedule blew up yesterday. So, thank you. Yes. <laughs> no problem. We're home doing nothing all day. So, here we are. <laughs> well, uh, when when in your time frame did you find Peloton and bring it home? Um, within the last year, I think it was September that um, I ordered it. And it was completely on a whim. I know you know my sister, mm-hmm. Deborah mm-hmm. Anzalone, Spoga Deb. She is very much into Peloton. And I, I am very noticed. much. <laughs> I was very much into laying on my couch. Um, know the feeling. Watching, watching TV, kind of like, like you, Tom, right? Yeah, that's, I that's, think, yeah. It's a great way to be. <laughs> yeah, especially, you know, during COVID and everything. But um, I decided to get off the couch and move and uh, just on a whim after listening to my sister 24 hours a day talk about Peloton, (laughs) decided I would just take the plunge and laying on the couch with my phone, I ordered it. (laughs) (laughs) One last act of defiance. (laughs) I kind of miss it with the back and forth. Who's your sister? Has she been on the show? Yeah, she has. She's been on the show. So we're not creating sibling. Okay, we're not creating sibling rivalry. I was like, ooh. (laughs) No, no. It's it's always been a little competition, but she always wins because, like I said, I I I used to like tequila. And a lot of chips and dip and pizza and yeah. snacks. Oh, those are all wonderful and things. I miss you, pizza. And my couch. Yeah, <laughs> I miss you, pizza, too. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah me too. But, um, yeah, so just watching her over the years, I, you know, would just sit there eating ice cream, looking at her like, you go, girls. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she finally got to me. So, yeah, the Peloton came pretty quick. I, it was like right before the crazy ordering wave, and we were lucky enough to get it um, within a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really great. And um, got it set up, and we just fell in love with it. So so was there a uh, was there like a final tipping point where you were like enough of this like did was the couch bowed funny like one of those yeah. sad horses in old timey <laughs> movies or like what? I needed a piece of plywood right. underneath the <laughs> not from the weight because you always yeah. sat there let's be very clear <laughs> no I well about 14 months ago I decided to get healthier I'm pushing 60 okay so that's coming up in October And um, I felt like, you know, if I didn't do something soon, I may not see 60. So I was in a pretty unhealthy lifestyle. So since January of 2019, no, 2020, sorry, I've lost 102 pounds. Holy cow. You brought the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez Louise. um, Gave up alcohol, gave up all the, the horrible food and got on the Peloton and just rode and as much as possible. Now, I heard Clearly. that you actually sold the couch. Is that true? 
<laughs> no, no, but I don't see it as often. You're you like, know, I sleep standing kind of up. Broke, broke I have up. to be burning yeah. calories 24 hours. That's a lot of weight in a in that period of time. It is. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's uh, it's been quite a journey. And I, uh, I just spent the whole day cleaning out my closet. And I, I have all different sizes of clothes. And I'm purging. So that felt good. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Good, we, just so. to be clear, clothes. She's purging clothes. Yes. We just want yes. to talk clothes. about losing 102 pounds. I want yeah, to be clear. Yeah. That the clothes I mean, <laughs> that are being purged. That, but that has to be uh, yeah. a frightening moment. Would that, that's like a commitment of like... I'm not going back when you start getting rid of the clothes. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And I, yeah. I know that you had an un- unthinkable loss that occurred. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and like how that affected you from an emotional standpoint? Because my understanding is that kind of led to your habits. Yes. So back, it's going to be 11 years this May, back in 2010, I lost my son to a motorcycle accident. And this was after my sister, you know, um, about her daughter, Tracy, she had been hit by a car in Italy and she's a quadriplegic and she's been like that since 2003. So in 2003, I had two sons, Jonathan and Michael, Jonathan being the oldest and at 20 years old, got in a a motorcycle accident on his way to work um, when a deer ran out in front of his motorcycle and hit him from the side. He lived three days at Mass General Hospital. And in the beginning of the the three days, I had the people from New England Donor Services, which is Donate Life, organ donation, come into the room and tell me that he was an organ donor, which I knew, but never really gave it a lot of thought. You know, he was like 16 and a half when he got his license. And this accident that happened to his cousin, Tracy, really got him to be cognizant of, you know, life is precious, right? Yeah. So when he went to get his license, he checked the box to become an organ donor. So they came into the room and he had had a head injury. So just like Tracy. <laughs> so it was history yeah. repeating itself in our family. So we, our family, I always feel like our family has been kind of the chosen family. My sister, my oldest sister, lost her husband at 28 years old oh. when she she had two two baby boys, and he died of a heart attack at 28 years old. This Whoa. is back in 1969 when they didn't really check people's cholesterol levels, and he you know he lived hard, crazy fun life, and he died at a very early age. Wow. So that's kind of when our family started being, I feel like, the chosen one. So. Then my sister Debbie, her daughter got hit in Italy. And then when that happened, my son Jonathan, you know, it really affected him. So he became an organ donor. So the accident happened in May. And in June, we were going to go to Florida to visit Tracy. So Jonathan, his brother, Jonathan's girlfriend and and I were going to go to visit Tracy. And Jonathan had explained to Uh, his girlfriend all about Tracy and how she was, you know, bedridden and couldn't speak and all of that. And, um, you know, we, we were sitting at the kitchen table and he explained to his girlfriend how life is short and we're all sitting around the table. And he said, if anything ever happened to me, like what happened to Tracy, don't you ever keep me alive on a machine? Mm. And so it was like, 
a month before, or not even, two or three weeks before his accident, that he basically told me what to do because he said, don't keep, don't let me live like Tracy. So within a couple of weeks after that discussion (laughs) uh, was his accident. Wow. Um, So getting back to, getting back to the weight loss portion of it, um, from that moment on, I think I ate myself through five years. Yeah, at least sure. I get that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess there are a lot worse things you could you could turn doing, to mm-hmm. in a moment yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a little tequila too, but <laughs> a couple of margaritas a day. But yeah, I think so, you earned them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But so since that time, we, uh, I've gotten very involved with Donate Life, which mm-hmm. is New England Donor Services, because he did donate his organs and he saved two adult a male and a female with his kidneys, and he saved a baby, an infant, with his heart valve. Wow. Wow. So I met the the man and the woman who he saved with his kidneys and met their families, and it was amazing. It's an amazing experience to be with them, and now we're like family. And we kind of came up with the mantra, uh, make your mess your message. So in in doing all these things for Donate Life, we've done amazing things collecting money for Donate Life for, you know, being able to to carry on his legacy. And I started a um, scholarship program, which um, also, you know, we give scholarships to students that don't necessarily get great grades. He didn't get great grades. He was <laughs> kind of like BC student, um, very good with his hands, mechanical. And so instead of giving it to the high, you know, A plus students, I'm yeah trying to give the scholarships to the kids that may not be, you know, scholastically yeah. great, but they, you know, going to be mechanics or I think that's like amazing. That. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Like, yeah. Everybody's throwing money at the A plus kids. Like, yeah, let's, exactly. Yeah. Let's exactly. help. Them I believe, I think David Letterman did something like that too. He, he set up a scholarship in Gary, Indiana, his hometown for like C students. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Well, that's kind of what we're doing. Cause yeah. John would be like, don't give it to the kids that already, you know, have all A's, give it to the kids that are struggling, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what what we like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many kids that like they'll go to college and they'll do okay. But like, but not everybody that's going to college is going to get all A's. I mean, I I didn't. Right. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) Me either. Me either. (laughs) We still need help. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And I think, I think that's a really special and unique way to honor him too. I I really like that. Yeah, it's been very helpful, you know, just to keep it. I mean, 11 years and we, we still are doing it. So, wow, that's crazy. And that's and what a fascinating flip side to the story, having done the other interview mm-hmm. that it's like that the the ripple effects of that. Yeah, that like yeah. And, to, and that to hear, I mean, a positive ripple effect in that your tragedy prevented what three other tragedies like yeah you know i mean hopefully yeah. you can find some solace in in that it sounds like you can yeah. or are i do i yeah. definitely do yeah 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 and his brother you know his his brother michael he he got himself through right when this happened he was graduating high school oh wow um like within a week or two weeks yeah. so Oof. he uh you know got himself through graduation and then went to college and now he's you know he's got a great job thank god mm-hmm. and He's married and has his own house now, so his brother would be really proud of him. You know? 
So through this whole craziness with the organ donation, we have these green bracelets that we, you know, give out, donate life bracelets. And um, so I have a couple of things to show you. I don't know if you really want to yes, see them. Sure. Yes, please. I have to show them to you. So this is us with Steve and Todd. Ah! So Aerosmith ran- is like my favorite band. That's amazing. Ours too. Mine too. <laughs> Steven Tyler is my hero. So <laughs> we ran into him in New Hampshire and um, gave him a green bracelet. He wore it for over a year. Oh, wow. Um, everywhere we saw it, like we saw him on TV. He did um, Out on a Limb, which was like a documentary. Through the whole documentary, he had the green bracelet on. No way. <laughs> yes. We went um, like a year later. We saw him in concert. He had the green bracelet on. Um <laughs> So it's crazy. So then we decided we're going to start bringing these green bracelets everywhere we go. Yeah. So um, we ended up at a coffee shop down in Rhode Island that Joey Kramer owns. Now, who's so we get, wait. Joey Kramer is the drummer is for Aerosmith. Also Aerosmith yeah. oh, oh, gosh. Oh, my. So we look gave at him <laughs> a green bracelet. So he wore it. A little peer pressure. You're like, well, Steven's wearing it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it works. It works really well. Um, oh, yeah. This is one. I have two more and then I won't. Bore it. You're fine. And I have I have dogs that are barking, too. OK. Were the, um, were the, was the dog in Aerosmith, too? <laughs> 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 These are a few more pictures of Steven with the bracelet. And on the top is my son, Jonathan. Oh. Uh. That's lovely. I love the way you put that together. That's amazing. Yeah. So he, Stephen was saying, you know, be a hero, donate your organs. Yeah. Wow. So he's, he's the coolest guy on earth. (laughs) Um, So we met Ray Tabano. He was the, one of the original members of Aerosmith. Oh, really? He's wearing it. He's wearing a green bracelet. That's me a hundred pounds ago. Oh my gosh. You look like a different person. You do. And then the last but not, not least is Chicago. <laughs> and oh. they're wearing the green bracelet. <laughs> That's amazing. That. Look but at you. Got, you are really yeah, so, like, yeah. you're doing so, so much you, good. How'd you get to the band Chicago? So we went to see them and they, um, while we were there, they, you know, gave you like a hundred dollars and you could go behind the scenes and see the band. So it was worth a hundred dollars. Totally, to me, Chicago. <laughs> that bracelet on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're awesome too. So now they have like this coffee table book that they have out now, and there are some of them are wearing the green bracelet ah! in the book. Oh, that's cool. So it's it's like everywhere we look now, we see all these guys, you know, different band members with the with the bracelet on. So that's kind of become my thing now. Every concert I go to, I'm trying to get that green bracelet on <laughs> people, you know. So. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna send some to you guys. So you can wear some too. <laughs> we will. Well, if you we can wear it proudly, we're no Aerosmith. If, not even close. Yeah, more, well, you're, more you're of like close. a winger. <laughs> White close. lion, maybe. I gotta, one, <laughs> I gotta get one on my favorite Jess King. That's gonna be one of my things too. That's a that's a toughie. I feel like that's yeah. harder. I will that do might it. Be tough. Send it. Send it to the studio. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to send myself to the studio yeah. when they open. <laughs> I mean, we got to be getting close with all these uh, changes that are uh, yeah. occurring. So hopefully. You would yeah. think. I hope so. Yes, I, I would. So. Wow. That's amazing that you have uh, been able to do that and spread the word. And so like if, if other people wanted to donate, what do they need to do? Do they go to a website? How can they how can they help support the cause? Yep. They can go to www. 
registerme.org. Okay. Okay. And so is that like a funnel that'll take them to other, like whatever's good for their region? Yep. Awesome. They just sign, they can sign up. If you don't, if you have a heart on your license, mm-hmm. you've already, you've already signed up. You don't have to do that. But if you don't, you can sign up there and it's like national registry. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I feel like, um, all of that, that had a lot of impact on your unhealthy, um, behaviors and I don't know why it wouldn't. And you said like this went on for a long time. Was it, was it like a natural healing that occurred that you were like, okay, I'm at a place where I can, I can move on. Or was it, was it truly just Deb talking about Peloton that made that that click for you that you were like, I'm, I'm ready to make this change in my life. I think it was both. I, I had joined the gym and gone to the gym here and there and then kind of gave up on it and, you know, wanted to keep going, but just didn't, I wasn't ready. Like, I, I mean, I didn't put makeup on my face for probably five years. I get I, that. I just, I, you know, went to work and kind of was just existing. Sure. Going through the motions, but it, you know, it takes a long time. Everybody grieves in a different way. It takes everybody a different amount of time. It took me almost seven years to clean out his bedroom to change his, you know, take his clothes out and all that. It takes a long time. And I went through compassionate friends, which is kind of like a grief group that you can join. And, and they have a lot of people that are going through the same thing. Um, met about eight women who all lost their sons. One lost a daughter and uh, we became really close friends. So that helped me get through the grief as well because we, I didn't feel alone. I felt like I was kind of, you know, in this, the group that nobody wants to be a part of. Sure. Um, but it was very, that was very healing. So I guess it just, it all came to a head. And finally I decided like, I need to lose this weight. I need to be here for my other son. I want him to have babies. I'm waiting for the grandchildren. <laughs> And I want to be able to move around and get on, you know, get on the floor and play with grandchildren and be able to function. So, so. you're basically this is prep work to become a grandma. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I mean, getting winded going up and down a flight of stairs and always I have fibromyalgia oh. and I'm always, always in pain. And since I lost the weight, I'm hardly ever in pain since I get wow. on that bike. Isn't that I, fascinating? No pain. Huh. So, I mean, you know. Was that, was that, uh, <laughs> was the pain subsiding, was that gradual or was it like one day somebody flipped a switch and it was just gone? It was gradual. Was it, it was as I lost the weight and as I got my body moving. Yeah. So when I get on that bike, other than my rear end, nothing really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the bike, you know, after a while, your, your butt doesn't hurt as bad, but it's been a miracle. It really has. So, and then also the mental part of being on the bike, riding with other people, riding with, I mean, like I already said, Jess King, Christine, all of them, they, they have such a positive influence. And I mean, I can be in the worst mood and feeling sorry for myself, depressed. As long as I can get myself on there, in 30 minutes, I get off and I am a different person. So it definitely affects everything. Do you, you, you mentioned, um, that you credited Peloton with saving your life. Is that what you mean that they're able to change your mood or is there, is there more to it? I mean, it's a combination of everything, the physical, the mental, all of it. 
I mean, just for me, I'm, I'm, I'm always at the end, the bottom of the leaderboard. I don't care mm-hmm. as long as I'm on the leaderboard me too. and I'm, my heart's pumping. You know, I look at my sister and she's always at the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> and I usually give her a couple of symbols, you know. <laughs> See, they need more I than keep, just the high five. Then I keep, yeah, I high five her, all right. With, yeah. You know, right in the face. With a punch. But, um, oh, she's a machine. There is no competition. She's a machine. But, you know, and she's very positive to me. She's like, I don't care where you're at on the leaderboard as long as you're on it, you know. So, and she'll always tell me I'm doing so much better than I did last last ride. So she's good at getting me going too, you know, and keeping me engaged. Because there's plenty of times when I'll say I just don't feel like riding. Sure. I'm tired. And she'll say, get your ass on that bike. (laughs) (laughs) And she's my oldest sister, so I have to say yes, (laughs) ma'am. If you're like me, you like to constantly remind your sister that she's the older one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I always do. Yeah, Yeah, he does. He teases his sister mercilessly. Yes. (laughs) That's what they're there for. We have a brother. We have a brother that's a priest, and he rides a bike outside. He's crazy, too. He rides like 15 or 20 miles a day and he's 72 years old what oh my god and my other sister is 75 i think and she walks and they're they they kick my rear (laughs) so i mean all my brother keeps saying is i'm never getting a peloton because i don't want debbie to know what i'm doing (laughs) i don't he doesn't want anything to do with the competition part of it you know (laughs) so he'll come home from his outside bike ride and send us a picture of his odometer and that's as far as he goes that's his leaderboard (laughs) that's his leaderboard and he's always number one so (laughs) which is a pretty good feeling and it's probably just as well because like if he's on the leaderboard kicking your butt like you can't flip off a priest. Uh, no. Like you can't like you can your still sister. Her brother, can, but it's, it's still her brother. <laughs> You're like, that's the one priest I can do it to. He's grandfathered yeah. in as my brother. Grandbrothered in? I don't know what the, Grandbrothered in, yeah. exactly. So, it wouldn't uh, be the first time I flipped him off. <laughs> what I really want to see is him do it back. That'd be Yeah, well yeah. he is. He is a retired priest now, so he might get away. Oh, with so he, it. yeah, oh, yeah. They can't dock him. He's off the clock now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. So, do you have a uh, a preferred instructor? I'm thinking you do. I think we already Jess heard King. Yeah, yeah. Jess King. I'm in love with Jess King. I admit it. What is yeah. about her that that uh, that you like? Uh, her personality. I just, you know, she's just um, she's great. I mean. Uh, I follow her on Instagram, so I follow her while she's chasing the ferry, and, you know, she's just a lot of fun. I like her personality, her attitude, you know, slap your own ass. I, I love that. <laughs> she just she brings everybody down to, the, you know, the same level and uh, just gets you moving. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And for anybody yeah. out there who who doesn't know about Just King's Instagram, I, I can't believe there's anybody that doesn't. But I know Tom doesn't know, so I'll say it for him. Uh, she does a, a a series on Instagram like every day on her story. It's called mm-hmm. Fairy Fury. Okay. And she like 
she puts stories to people who are rushing to get on the ferry and it can it's be so fun. Oh, okay pretty humorous gotcha we talked yeah. about it but it was a long time ago yeah it's coming it. it sounds vaguely familiar yeah <laughs> yeah it's so funny it really is and it brings me to new york which is nice because you know we can't go there really right, right. now so it's nice to see that i like to go to new york so yeah at some point i hope to go back yeah yeah me too i can't yeah. wait till I can't wait to go back to New York. Yes. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. is the Just King Collective your favorite tribe, or do you have like other tribes that you frequent that are your favorite? I've been on the tour, and I did my first Pelafundo, which I don't know why they call it a Pelafundo because there's nothing fun about it. It's a it's a <laughs> fondo. It's Pelof- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's it's. It, I almost died, oh. but it was fun. I did 50 miles. That's a lot. So that was that was a lot. I think I signed up for 30. And then, um, of course, my sister got me to continue. And she was keep like, keep going. going, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. So after, after 50, I took a hot shower and passed out. I was done. <laughs> and I think she did like 250 or something like that. So, yeah, that sounds like that totally sounds like insane. Deb. Uh, yeah. she's she's done so many tours at this point. I feel like she's done more than anybody else that I, yeah. I know of. <laughs> yeah, she she's the queen. That's definitely true. And now they have the tread, too. So they're. They're working on that too. So wow, yeah. So, so what is uh, what's your leaderboard name? It's um, Candy Girl One Four Three. Okay. Okay. Why the One Four Three? So One Four Three. My parents always wrote that um, on the bottom of all their cards to each other. So it means I love you. I love you. you. Yeah. Aww. So it's on. It's like on. It's on everything. So that yeah, I just kind of ended it with that. That's and Candy nice. Girl. You know. Sure. Just, that's. <laughs> my name yeah yeah (laughs) well do you have advice for people who are just getting their bike like they're just starting their journey um yeah just get on it (laughs) and even if you get on it for five minutes a day at least for me the five became 10 you know the 10 became 30 and I don't always do it every day I don't have a red dot on every day of my calendar some days I I have to really fight myself to get on it because I still go back to that damn couch but (laughs) you know i get on and as much as i can and it it'll change your life it will change your life your stamina just your muscles the way you carry yourself the way you walk the way you feel every day so it definitely you know one day at a time that's good advice that is good advice yeah well yeah Thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? So on Facebook, I'm Candy Simeone. And on Instagram, I don't know what I am. (laughs) I'm I'm Candy. Am I? (laughs) (laughs) I never look for myself. Candy Sim. C-A-N-D-Y-S-I-M. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah, and if you're looking for me on the leaderboard, I'm probably at the bottom. <laughs> so high five me. <laughs> Definitely. And I'll I'll yeah. see you down there. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're together, that's, that's right. all that matters. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It was awesome. Thank, thank you. you so much. And again, thank you for being so flexible. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too. And become organ donors if you're not already. I we, checked the box. I did too. So I, we are. I, yeah, I checked awesome. it when I, when I got my driver's license at 16. I was just like, 
Well, yep. if I'm ever in that, what am I going to do with them? Yeah. You know, yeah, I was, I've exactly. always been very pragmatic about stuff like that. And I'm like, well, they're, they're yeah. not going to do me any good at that point. So if they can do somebody else some good, have yeah. at it. And just always think who wouldn't want a piece of this. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. Now that's a great line to yes. go out on. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Uh, Next week, we're going to talk to Nicole Gonzalez. And we had a huge push of people ask us to interview Nicole because she is the the face behind Hardcore on the Floor. So we're going to hear all about Hardcore on the Floor. Awesome. Well, until then, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me at Disney World. (laughs) But you can also find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course, be sure and check out our YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash the clipout. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And running.